This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, and I want to welcome you to the radio program, Warning. Wherever you're listening to me throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. I have with me Bishop Michael Wofula. He's in South Africa right now. He lives in the nation of Kenya. And we're doing this via the technology that we live in today in this modern world. Bishop Wofula, welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. It's a pleasure coming online all the way, you know, from South Africa and Johannesburg. And I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Also, uh, I want you to just tell them briefly about your ministry, what you do in Kenya, the name of your church. Go ahead. Now, our ministry is called Gateway Ministry, called Apostolic House. We are headquartered in Kenya, a city called Machakos. The Lord called me over 10 years ago and gave me an assignment to raise the fivefold. And that is why we call it the Apostolic House. So, we have a mandate, a vision and mission to equip saints to manifest. The assignment goes beyond the four walls of the church. So I've been, um, by the grace of God, uh, available to the body of Christ across Africa, in Asia, been to India. Uh, this year I'll be in Pakistan also, working with the churches uh, outside our ministry. So it's not just about our ministry. I will say it's a platform that, I minister from, but I'm working across the board with different ministers from different churches. And we've seen lives transformed. We've seen in the month of December, we launched two more ministries in collaboration with other churches. So we we have seen the hand of God in terms of the assignment that God gave us in that nation of Kenya and in the assignment. Right now, I'm in South Africa on the assignment again. I came in a week ago. I should be going back to Kenya on Friday by the grace of God. Yes, sir. Okay, yes. thank you, Bishop. Now, also for yeah. those that are listening, Bishop mm. Michael Wafula, I had invited him. He went with me on my team where he was one of my speakers at the World yes. Holy Spirit Conference. He also was the pastor yes. of my wife, Adalia Hansen, before she married yes. me. And so Michael yes. Wafula and I have a relationship. He's apostolic, he's prophetic. And so again, I believe he's anointed. In fact, I want to talk yes. a little bit, Bishop Wafula, about the anointing. Uh, why don't you uh, just share a little yes. bit about the importance of the anointing? Thank you, Dr. Hansen. Once again, a privilege to be online with you. For the time I've served God in terms of the assignment, 
have discovered that for effectiveness of the assignment, the anointing is everything. We cannot do it without the anointing because it is the oil behind the ministry. It is the power behind the miracles and everything, every testimony that people testify and share. And when we go to the Bible, we discover that Jesus tells them they cannot go. They should wait and tarry so that they can. the power will come upon them when they are anointed. Then they can be effective in their assignment. And the same to him on his assignment. He could not just go. God anointed him with the power and with the Holy Spirit. And no wonder there were testimonies of his workings. So for us to be effective in the ministry, I've discovered you need the anointing. You can't do with your understanding or with the human wisdom, probably we land in school or besides that, we need the anointing. We need the anointing. He says to Zerubbabel and Zachariah 6, he says, uh, it's not going to be by might or by power. It's by the anointing, you know. It's by the power. It's by the Holy Ghost. So we need the anointing for the assignment. There is no two ways about it. And especially at such a time as now, Dr. Hansen, what we are facing in our humanity we cannot be effective. We cannot transform. We cannot bring the change. We cannot bring the shifts in the atmosphere, in the cities, in the nations of the world without the anointing. We need the anointing to break yokes, to break systems, to break obstacles. It is what we need in the end time in such a time as now. So I am passionate about the anointing more than the human wisdom or knowledge or understanding that men are seeking after. Yeah, as you said, yeah. Jesus said it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. The anointing yes. breaks the yoke. I liked what yes. you said also about it's the yes. oil. It's the oil that moves the power. I mean, if you don't have the oil, a car doesn't run. Yes. If you don't have anointing, you're nothing but sounding yes. brass and a tinkling cymbal. All you can do is read the Bible, but you don't have any yes. experiences to testify. You don't have any yes. miracles. You don't move in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the anointing that a man of God, a woman of God, has to have to be effective in ministry today. Exactly. Just going back to the Bible, we picking just examples. You are looking at a man like um, Elijah. He comes down and he says, you know, Lord, I'm tired. I'm the only one remaining facing the spirit of Jezebel going through a lot of attacks, witchcraft attacks and the discouragement and everything. And God tells him, no, go and anoint for me, set apart for me. These guys, you know, he, he transfers the assignment to other guys because the man, the prophet felt like, oh, oh it's too much, you know, and he's called. God tells him, no, go set me apart, you know. So we are talking about consecration, you know, the assignment and the mandate cannot be completed without the anointing. So, the symbolic of the oil is the symbolic of the setting apart. That's why we anoint, we set apart for assignment. And looking further, there are many people that are anointed, set apart with the kings, with the priests, with the prophets. But you looking at Jehovah, for example, I'm, I'm passionate about, I've been studying about him. It's like God says, no, no, go anoint for me, Jehovah. There's an assignment that he must fulfill. And so when the anointing is released upon him or is anointed, the instructions are anoint him and leave because it is going to quicken him. <laughs> Just anoint him and run away because this man has been caged. There is something about him that when this oil, the significance of the power of God coming upon him is going to activate him into begin action. So if you don't run, he might begin with you, if I will say so. It is so significant in the assignment and it powers up our movement 
And by read, we are convicted to move into territories that some people are afraid. I was sharing with the church last night that I told them, you know, it's not easy to travel right now, for example, to South Africa, because they were saying there are different variants of Corona. We, we know the seasons we are in. But, you know, the anointing of God over my life is such that there is a conviction for the assignment. There is so much conviction that we are not limited by what we hear or what we see. There is a conviction that source or territories must be liberated. So if there are people who are not afraid, men and women, I believe, like Joe, who are saying, uh-uh, in this season that God is setting apart for the assignment, who are saying we are not going to be afraid of what the world is speaking because we have tapped into a source that is unlimited because the same spirit is not the spirit of fear, you know. It gives us boldness. It gives us sound mind such that it brings us into conviction. And so that we move not because we want, we move because we have a conviction. And by it, we, we realize that cities are destinies are liberated. So it's actually a privilege to serve God in such a time, Dr. Hansen. It's such a privilege to be alive even in such a time and to serve God in such a time because I believe even as we talk about the anointing, there is a great outpouring of the anointing upon the church of Jesus in such a time as now. Yeah. Well, the anointing, as you shared, is everything. If if there was not anointing on your life, I would have never invited you to speak at the World Holy Spirit Conference because I don't need somebody getting up there and just reading a book and have no power and authority behind what he reads. There's got to be anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing sets people free. The anointing brings healing. The anointing brings salvation. The anointing brings conviction. The anointing brings deliverance. You've got to have anointing to be an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You have to have it. There's no substitute. The mainline churches are dying because the pastors behind the pulpit have no anointing. Yeah. And the anointing yeah. comes with relationship. Yeah. We're talking about relationship with God, with Jesus Christ. And the anointing, again, many people don't have because yes. the relationship is not there. And so that's yes. my next question is, how do we develop anointing? How do we develop anointing, Bishop? You answered it, Dr. Hudson. You I- said it's a relationship. <laughs> I, I know I did, but I wanted you to expand on it. Relationships grow, you know, as we become intimate with him. We grow in grace as we are connected to the vine. You know, we keep drawing from the vine and we become like him. As we read the word, the word carries the anointing. So as we continue reading the word, we actually get transformed. We metamorphosis, if I would say, and we begin to act like him, speak like him. And that's why Paul says, when I was a child, I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. I was not mature in the things of the spirit. But when I matured up, when I grew up, my speech changed. My thought line changed. So there are people in church, but they are not in Christ. And uh, that's where the problem is, because there is no maturity. There is no growth. And they they are reading the Bible. And listen, even the devil knows the scriptures, but it doesn't make him born again. Remember the devil quoting scriptures for Jesus and telling him, drop yourself down. And, uh, you know, angels will be given charge over you. It's beyond knowing. It's more of an intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost so that we can act like him and speak like him. 
Because well, if we are led by the Spirit, then we are sons. There is a conviction. There is a leading of the Spirit. We are not moving by the flesh, but by the Spirit. But this comes as a result of the relationship. If you spend so much time with your wife, you will discover that I know she's from Africa, she's from Kenya, but the people begin asking you, are you sisters, are you brothers? It's because you have spent so much time with her. At times I walk with my wife and people ask me, is she your sister? And I don't blame Father Abraham and Isaac. It happened that they say, this is my sister because they spent time together. So when you spend time with somebody, you begin looking like them. You begin acting like them. You begin behaving like them. So the more we spend time in prayer, spend time in the word, spend time in fellowship with the Holy Ghost, the more we become like him, the more our thinking changes, the more we don't think like the world, the more we don't conform to the patterns and the systems of the world, the more we act like him, we break the systems, the more we get conviction even to go against what the world is thinking or planning and preparing because we are not born of the world. We are born again and we are born of God. And if we are born of God, our DNA is different. We are sustained by the word. And so our DNA, our drawing, our system of supply and our life is in the spirit. So we don't see things the way the world sees it. We don't speak the way the world speaking. We speak in the perspective of the eyes of Jesus. He is using our eyes, but we see things in the perspective of his perspective, not what we see physically, because we are people of faith. It's just intimacy. It is the more we love him, the more we create time with him, the more we fellowship with him, the more we become with him. And that's the little, you know, that's the experience I've had with him. Amen. Yes, Amen. Yes, and, and and you mentioned the word of yes, God, the word of God as you read it. The word of God is the Holy Spirit documented in written form. Yes. And so the Holy yes. Spirit brings power and authority. What we need to do is more than just read it. We must submit our will to it. Because the yes. devil knows it, demons know it, but they're in rebellion. Yes. They haven't submitted their will. So as we become yes. true sons of God, we submit our will. Yes. And then the Holy yes. Spirit, as we read the word of God, fills us with that power and authority. Yes. And we start to yes. be the manifested sons of God. Yes. Amen. And the Bible says creation has been waiting even now for the manifestation of sons. And when you're talking about sons, you're not talking about children. I know you have a son called Michael. Michael <laughs> son, Jonathan Jedediah Hansen. Yeah, you, your son, you can't give him your car to drive. He, he's not in the studio now. You know, but <laughs> when he matures up, when he matures up, then you'll bring him on set and tell him, son, now you can handle this because you have matured up. So the anointing upon us, you know, the Holy Spirit works upon us inside. He even allows us to go through processes of pruning and processes of making. Remember, Jesus, you know, was led by the Spirit to the wilderness. The presence of wilderness does not speak about the absence of divinity. Divinity is on us, but we go through some wilderness experiences. And so it's not meant to kill us. It's meant to build us our spiritual stamina, so that we can act like him, so that we can be more resolute or more purposeful in our assignment, so that we are not just baby children. So there is a level of maturity that God expects, even from the church and the saints and from us as we grow in relationship with him. Well, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Anointing grows. It grows. Yes. Everybody is yes. born with a measure of faith, but it must grow. And so anointing yes. does grow as we are intimate with the Lord. 
as where yes. intimate anointing grows. And as we mentioned before, with the anointing, yes. the stronger it is, we are yes. not intimidated. We do not come under yes. fear, but we walk yes. with boldness and authority like Elijah and Jeremiah and yes. Ezekiel yes. and John the Baptist. Yes. We walk yes. as in Kenya like a Simba, like a lion who's afraid of yes. nothing. Amen. Remember, I take you back to the upper room. These are men who are afraid. Some of them are giving up. Some of them are running. They were going back to their original assignments. But the power came upon them and it turned them into other men. It was not the same. Look at the man called Saul, you know, when God is calling him. The Bible says he was turned into another man after he's been anointed. So they were afraid, but they begin to do things in a different way. They begin to go to places. They are not afraid again. They begin to take over territories. In fact, they say they were turning cities upside down. And they were saying, ah, these guys have been with Jesus, but they had been anointed for the assignment. So it is such a time that the church of Jesus, global, worldwide, can soak in the praises, you know. They were saying there are lockdowns and the anointing is not locked down. Even in this season, we are seeing opportunities. It's an opportunity for God to glorify himself. And that is why creation is groaning and yearning for the manifestation of the sons of God who are mature, who can demonstrate the power, who can speak, who can declare words of power and authority and backed up by the anointing. You know, remember when there is creation, the Bible says the earth was formless, it was chaotic, but the spirit of God, which gives us significance of the anointing, was moving and God began to speak and creation began to happen. So even in the chaos of the world that we are facing now, past Corona, the church cannot keep quiet in this season because God is looking for men who can give their mouth as, who can lean on him and he uses them as instruments of change, who can shift the environment, who can shift the season. And so the church cannot just walk blindly. And that is why we are keen now as an apostolic house or an, a prophetic house to learn more, to do more of the will of God than the will of men. Because men will tell you, do this, they will direct you to do this. But if they are doing the will of God, at times people will think, ah, these people are disobedient to authorities. What they are doing is not right. But we see beyond the physical eye. We hear beyond the hearings of the government or what the Minister of Health is speaking. There is something that is batting even in this season, even as we speak to Dr. Hansen, there's a shift in the realm of the spirit, that there is a yearning for a harvest. And I believe that it's not only happening in South Africa as I'm preaching here, but the anointing, the spirit of God was speaking that there is a cleansing and the shaking and the breaking is such that men can yield to the will and the purpose of God. Many of us have been rebellious, running away from the assignment, but that we are alive now. God has given us a chance to see 2021 and we are alive even to day. It is such that we can submit to the will of God and so that the anointing of God over our lives and in our lives can begin to manifest in the assignments that God called us. So the church must rise in the church. The standard is being lifted up right now because the devil came in like a flood, but God knew ahead of time. And so those who are sensitive in the spirit can understand that we are in the season where there is a release of a greater grace the great anointing. There was in Joel where he says, I shall pour out my spirit. The anointing is being poured out, not only to the fivefold leaders, but to those that are willing to all flesh so that we can be effective in the assignment and the mandate of God. It is time, Dr. Hansen. I agree. And the anointing has no fear. 
The anointing yes. is not afraid of any disease. It's not afraid of yes. any tyrant. It's not afraid of any bully. Yeah. I've been inviting yes. people with COVID to come to my meetings, and I lay hands on yeah. them and pray because the anointing yes. is afraid of nothing. It can yes. defeat yes. any power of the enemy. Yes. It can defeat yes. sin. It can defeat disease. Yes. It can defeat a tyrant. Yes. The anointing knows no bounds because the anointing yes. is supernatural. We are afraid with the anointing. We're afraid of nothing, Michael. We are not afraid. We are ready for it. <laughs> That's right. We were born and we are still alive to break the status quo. That is why we are living at such a time as now. To speak life into the dead bones. To speak life. He's the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And he's working in us. in such an exciting time for the church. And ideally, I'm excited because it is a dimension of our ministry that we are looking into. The miracles and the signs and wonders. We are not afraid of any report. We are not afraid of anything. We are not afraid of whatever they are planning, whatever they are saying. We are ready for the pub. We are ready for the assignment. Amen. And that is why I'm here to Hansen. That's what I mean. And that's why you took me to Korea. <laughs> that's right. I cannot forget. Yeah. Bishop Wafula, you and I yeah. were made for such a time as this. We were yes, made yes, I, to fight. Yeah. We were made to come against evil. We were made to defeat yes. Satan and his enemies. Yeah. The enemies yeah. of Jesus, we are made to defeat them. Satan has his cohorts. But we have God and the yeah. angels of the Lord, and we are afraid of yes. nothing, nothing. That's right. The spirit of fear is a Jezebel spirit that causes fear so that men and women of God and children of God can be run away from their assignments. But as you are speaking right now, the spirit of God is convicting me to speak to the men and women of God that the time to be afraid is over. The time to stand against the systems of the world, the manipulation, the evil arrangements of evil men, evil systems in governments and organization, it is now. The time for the 7,000 that have not bowed to bow, to come out of hiding is now. The time for the apostles, men and women, prophets that God has anointed and they have been afraid. It is now. The time for them to manifest is now. We cannot keep quiet. This is the season for the unfailing. This is the season for the manifestation of sound. This is the season that has been talked about. This is an exciting season for the church. This is the season to demonstrate the power of God. That we are going to speak to sicknesses. We are going to declare that by the power of the blood and by the reason of the anointing, yokes that have been holding people, satanic, uh, you know, manipulations. Listen, I hear they are talking, they are saying that right now there's a lot of mental health issues. It's not mental health, it's demonic manipulation. All they want is to feed us with wrong information. So people are not reading the word of God anymore. They are not listening to the voices of God anymore. They are listening to wrong voices. So we stand even on this platform and speak over their mind that by the reason of the anointing, let their minds be liberated so that they can understand the purpose of God. The spirit that God has given to us is of sound mind and of love. So we cannot have uh, mental sicknesses, mental health, you know, all this confusion that the world is telling us that, oh, now people are going to get crazy and do a lot of things. No, we say no, we say no, we speak healing to the minds of men, that whatever information they are feeding the people through TV, through all manner of social media, we refuse it so that the people, men and women of God, there are many pastors, man of God, Dr. Hansen, who have given up, who are so discouraged right now, all over the nations I travel, they are so discouraged. 
actually they need to be encouraged now that this is the time for them to just submit to the will of God, regardless of what they hear, regardless of what they see, because the resetting and the shaking has affected the church systems as that has been. But I heard the Spirit of God say, this shaking and this breaking and this everything that has been happening, it is meant for the uplifting. Because the same flood, the ark of Noah, the flood that was lifting, it was lifting up the ark of Noah. After it was gone, the ark was lifted to Mount Ararat. So the church shall not be put down. The church and the calling of God, the pressure was meant so that we can submit to the will and the purpose of God and walk in obedience. Because after this season that we are in, I know we are talking about this, so there's going to be a lifting that is beyond what men will imagine of the church of Jesus. The church of Jesus is rising. The church of Jesus is taking territories. So men and women who are sensitive to this season, hearken yourself. Obey God so that we can fulfill the purpose of God. And I'm excited to be connected to you, Dr. Hansen. The first time I listened to you, I said, this is the kind of man I want to stay because the boldness that you spoke with, the boldness that we preached with, I said, I have not seen men who can speak the truth with boldness the way you did. And I knew there was something about you that is different from all the mentors I've had or, you know, the ministers I've listened to. So it is a privilege once again, Dr. Hansen. Thank you. Well, thank you. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Warning Radio program, social media. I've had Bishop Michael Wafula. He lives in Kenya, but right now he's in South Africa. May God richly bless you. I'm going to have him on this program again next week as we talk about such a time as this, the seasons of God. God bless you. I'll see you next week with Bishop Wafula. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.